Hello and welcome to the Spiritual Seeds Podcast. This is a podcast for the spiritually curious among us. I'm your host, Leisha O'Connor, psychic author and spiritual teacher. It is so good to have you here. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Thanks a mil for being here. Actually, this week, for the first time ever, I had a look at the podcast ratings. It can be difficult to find statistics, and I knew I'd only be looking to massage my ego. <laughs> but anyways, also just out of curiosity, I mean, I was like, oh, I have a podcast, why so look? Anyways, uh, Jenny told me to. She's all ego, sure, you know. Um, I saw that Spiritual Seeds was at one point, it like it literally goes up and down every day, but at one point it was at number seven on Apple in the spirituality category in Ireland. It shoots up on release day, it seems. So that's pretty cool. Well done to my imaginary producer extraordinaire, Jenny, who in fairness is the life and blood of this podcast. Thanks for all your hard work, Jenny. And thank you all so much for listening. So this week, we will take a break from our regular programming. This is a slightly different episode to what you're used to hearing from me. So last year, I began channeling what will be my second book, but my guides recently told me to release it as a course first. And well, you know, I generally listen to them as best I can. So I was like, okay, you know best. So these channelings are from the mystery school teachings of Egypt, mainly from the divine feminine representatives, Mary Magdalene, Isis, Mother Mary and Hathor, and divine masculine representatives, Jesus, Osiris and Horus. So in this episode, we'll be discovering the six main archetypes of the divine feminine and divine masculine and how they might relate to you in your life. We'll explore the divine union of Mary Magdalene and Jesus as the most recent demonstration of the coming together of these energies and what it means for us. I'll guide us on a visualization journey to begin a relationship of getting to know these energies and begin healing and balancing them within us. At the end, I'll tell you about the brand new eight week course for divine union embodiment that will begin on Tuesday, 15th of March. So next Tuesday, if you're listening to this when it comes out. But if you're watching this in the distant future, the year 2000, that's that's applied to the concourse quote for all the cool people out there like me still making pop culture references from 2007. I see you. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure I'll be running this course for some time to come. So be sure to check out my Instagram for whatever I'm up to. So let's begin. Each and every one of us at our soul level has equal amounts of divine feminine and divine masculine energy. Our soul contract will determine our life path and circumstances before we're incarnated. Depending on your soul contract, our human consciousness will have varying levels of these energies. 
So, for example, if a part of your soul contract is to develop the courage to express divine feminine aspects, then maybe like that'll come in the form of a challenge. Usually that's where we uh, learn the best. So maybe you'll be born into a male body in a macho man environment because you'll experience many challenges, which, as I was saying, like that's how we learn most of our soul lessons. So it's about learning to express the positive aspects instead of suppressing them. That's key. As you explore the archetypes, you may be able to identify which ones are more prominent for you. But remember, you have them all regardless of your gender. Even the mother doesn't, as in the mother is the name of one of the archetypes, it doesn't necessarily mean female, nor does the father archetype necessarily mean male. Also, you'll hear me refer to wounded archetypes. This is when they have had to suppress their natural ways. And that's when like toxic traits can start to emerge. So we're going to begin with the divine feminine archetypes. First up is the lover archetype. May not be what you're initially thinking. So their positive aspects are purity, confidence, powerful feminine attraction. This there's this perfect embodiment of love. They give without expectation. They see through illusion by seeing with love and they lead with love. The wounded aspect of this archetype is when they become manipulative. I'm remembering, remember, apologies, the wounded aspect comes from them suppressing the positive aspects. So they can become manipulative, disillusioned, depleted and resentful. And that's when they'll begin to use their attractive magnetism to take control of people and to take advantage. And the way in which you can heal this is by protecting your boundaries and not over giving. It's from giving too much of their love and they can become disillusioned by not getting it in return. There's a a real innocence around that. Next is the mother archetype. Their positive aspects are lovingness, acceptance. They're very strong yet soft. They can see to your core, you know, only like a mother can, and know who you are. They're open, but like with healthy boundaries. They're nurturing and encouraging. The wounded aspects of the mother are that they become guided by fear, which leads to them becoming controlling and belittling and protective to the point of being smothering and untrusting. So to heal this is through adventure, fun and excitement. And actually it's embracing the divine masculine explorer archetype, which we'll talk about in a sec. And the last of the divine feminine archetypes is the elder. Their positive aspects are wisdom and leadership. They have really strong psychic abilities. They're excellent at fairly judging a situation. They freely give endless advice. And they're well versed in the ways of the heart. This is a natural maturation or transition from the lover archetype. When they're wounded, this happens when they're not valued, like when they're just not being listened to. And they can become resentful, hermetic and vengeful. Because you see, their whole point is to give and to serve and to lead and to be wise and to transfer their wisdom from themselves to other people. And when they're not, when they're silenced and not given that opportunity, 
That's how the wounding happens there. So they heal by being appreciated within their tribe, within their community, within their family, and by being freely able to share their gifts and wisdom. Have a think, like, do do any of those stand out most to you? What do you think plays out mostly in your life? Can you see areas where you're experiencing that wounding? Can you see how you suppress natural aspects of you and how that might be leading to the wounding? It's interesting. Moving on to the divine masculine archetypes and their traits. The explorer archetype. So their positive aspects are confidence. They're adventurous in every aspect of their lives. They're excited. They're fair. They're not afraid of challenges. They're very expressive. They make great lovers. They're quick and innovative thinkers. They're like the inventors and scientists. Wounded aspect of this is that they become unreliable, ungrounded. They feel smothered by structure and commitment. And they're the type of people that are likely to do a runner (laughs) at the first sign of commitment. But that's when they're not being allowed to express their natural explorer archetype. So they can become healed around this area through grounding activities, such as like sea swimming and hiking and stuff like that. And also by having stability in their lives, this has a grounding effect for them. But also having little bits of adventure consistently will fulfill them. You know, so rather than living overly structured, you know, mundane for them type lives, It's about bringing in little bits of fun and excitement all the time into your everyday life and, you know, making sure you get out and go for a hike every weekend, that type of thing. So the father archetype, their positive aspects are that they are authentic and kind and loving and patient and caring and protective and they embrace the responsibility of being a role model. They're really open hearted and they have this finely tuned moral compass. When they're wounded, when they are not allowed maybe in their society to express those aspects, they can become very shut down emotionally and also especially if they feel like they've been taken care of, they've been taken advantage of, apologies, and they may be likely to give in to temptation, that type of thing. The last of the divine masculine archetypes is the warrior archetype. Their positive aspects are being protective, honest, brave, fearless. They act instinctually. They're confident, reliable, admirable, leaders. They speak wisely as well. The wounded aspects of this are being defensive, easily threatened, aggressive, insecure, lacking confidence. And they heal by having autonomy, by having control in their lives and feeling free to express complementary energies such as the mother archetype. So remember, we all have varying levels of every single one of these archetypes within us. They are not associated with male and female physical bodies. It's we're talking about our energies within us. So now that you understand the archetypes that make up the divine masculine feminine energies, let's talk about Mary Magdalene and Jesus's connection. So 
Mary Magdalene and Jesus' partnership is one major physical representation on earth of divine union in history. First things first, let's set the record straight here. Mary was not a sex worker. That was created by the Catholic Church when they were putting together the New Testament to fit in with their patriarchal narrative. She was actually from an affluent family. She was a very spiritual child and when this was recognised in her she was brought to the Egyptian mystery schools to develop energetically, spiritually and psychically and she became a priestess through the teachings of Hathor and Isis. So learning from those mystery schools that were carrying down those traditions for thousands of years. Here is where she met Mother Mary, who was also connected to the mystery schools, who brought her to the Holy Land to meet Jesus. Sounds like kind of a setup where a beautiful relationship blossomed between the two of them. In my channeling, she described it as this like explosion moment when they met where like time stood still and they were completely mesmerized by each other. They became equal partners in every way. They had a deeply passionate, expressive, fair and, to be honest, enviable relationship. They spoke and taught the same wisdom and shared the same messages. They perfectly complemented each other in their relationship. Because of society the like that they lived in, Jesus being the man was seen as the leader and Mary's contribution was diminished by the retelling of events down through the years. Mary was sent here to be a complete physical representation of the divine feminine energy and archetypes and Jesus a complete representation of the divine masculine energy and archetypes. Their coming together in love was to show us how these two energies combine within us and when freely expressed and balanced they become pure love but unfortunately that message was erased because it didn't fit in with what the catholic church was building this is what is called divine union mary magdalene and jesus came here to demonstrate that to the world but the point that they want to make is that the divine feminine and masculine energies are inside all of us when these two energies come together this is where great love, self-love, the expression of love is found. They showed us all by a literal example, but it was to demonstrate that it exists in everyone. Every single soul has these energies within them. Every single human being has a soul. So every single one of us has this divine union within us. You have the ability to feel that expansive, mind-blowing energy that they experience between them. You can experience that every single day. It's within you. You don't need to look outside of yourself for it. You have the connection. You have the joining of the two energies within you. You. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. You as one single person. So Jesus and Mary Magdalene were human representatives of the divine feminine and divine masculine energies. Their unionship showed us how the two energies intertwined and came together to become one. A perfectly balanced partnership. 
pure, sacred, divine love. To reiterate, the message is that each soul has both these energies within us. So we have access to this divine love within each of our souls. Now, today, it is within you. That is the whole entire point of their being on earth. And it was erased. Isn't it just unbelievable? (sighs) That was me audibly (laughs) eye-rolling. Think about that. You have this endless, sacred, pure, divine love within you. It's just that life has suppressed it. Actually, if you'd like to learn a bit more about their divine union, have a listen back to episode three, which was the great twin flame delusion. And I'll definitely speak more on it in the future because I've got a lot more to say. Now, guys, now, 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 it is time to get all comfy and cozy. I'm going to guide you through a channeled visualization to help you get to know how these energies the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine are being expressed in your life. Have a pen and pad handy nearby if you can. So I'll give you a second to find a little place to have a sit down. This meditation will guide you into your higher self wisdom to unlock areas that you are prepared to see and heal. It will specifically help you with your journey of balancing your divine feminine and masculine archetypes within you. So get comfortable, either seated or lying down, and begin to concentrate on your breath. Draw in a breath, all the way down into your tummy and release with a long, slow exhale. Breathing deep into your tummy and a long, slow exhale. And continuing to breathe like that for several moments. In your mind's eye, drop down into your heart space. That is the area in the center of your chest. Here you see an old wooden door in front of you and you walk through it. It opens to a descending spiral stone staircase. You step in and slowly walk down the stairs. It's narrow and you balance yourself by placing your hand against the cold stone wall. This staircase brings you suddenly to a luscious pasture. A beautiful green field with wild flowers, butterflies and bees. You can hear birds chirping. There's a nice warm breeze on your face 
and you take a seat on the soft grass. You lay back and look up at the sky above you. Take another deep breath and relax into the grass. You can feel its warmth beneath you. You notice that the sky above you is divided into two sides. One side is lilac and the other side is golden. You notice where they meet, they swirl together mesmerizingly. The gold side represents the divine feminine and the lilac represents the divine masculine. This is how they are divided amongst your current energy. How does the image look to you? Is one color stronger than the other? Is one color more vibrant? Is one side taking up more space? Take mental notes of your observations. Tune in first with the gold side and open yourself to receiving information. Set the intention that you will gain insights into imbalances in how you are expressing your divine feminine archetypes. Ask what areas are overpowering? What is being smothered or suppressed? What can you do to bring about balance? Now bring your attention to the lilac side, the divine masculine. And set the intention again that you are open to receive information. You are open to learn about any imbalances in your divine masculine. Ask what areas are overpowering What is being smothered? What can you do to bring about balance? 
intention that you are open to receiving any information that your higher self wants to share with you at this time. get up from the grass and step slowly back to the stone spiral staircase and go step by step back up the staircase. You go through the wooden door and you're back in your heart space again and close the wooden door behind you. Taking in a few deep breaths and releasing with a long, slow exhale, feel yourself come fully back into your body. Your consciousness is now fully in your human body again. Imagine that you have roots growing from the soles of your feet, connecting you deep into the earth holding you firmly and strongly to the ground. And I'd like to apologize for the snoring you could hear in the background there. That was Jenny napping, napping on the job. There was me thanking her earlier. Well, <laughs> sure look it. Feel free to take a minute to jot down any guidance that came to you from your higher self. If you want to pause here for a few moments, do. Because now I'm going to tell you a bit about my Divine Union Embodiment course that I'm currently releasing. If you've enjoyed this episode so far and would like to experience more of the same, or just have some curiosity around what studying divine union would look like, please listen on. So divine union embodiment is an eight-week deep dive course. It's a safe, supportive group for you to uncover your own unique self-love language. It's a place to learn to heal and express and embody your natural energies to create an internal environment of magnetic love. It creates this 
internal world of this pure divine love that we spoke about earlier that Mary and Jesus were demonstrating to us. It will help you to show up as the best possible version of you. Help you to feel confidence and clarity and self-worth like you haven't experienced before. It'll help you to accept that radical self-acceptance is like non-negotiable. So it's for you if you struggle with self-confidence, self-worth, if you struggle to feel love for yourself, if you struggle to claim the life that you deserve or express who you truly are inside, if you find it hard to know yourself, to know your wants and your needs and to know what you even want from life, if you're recovering from twin flame delusion, <laughs> I'll refer you back to episode three again. If you have unhealthy relationship patterns, whether they're romantic or friendship or family or colleagues, any pat- any relationships at all, or if you want to love yourself, but you just don't know even where to begin. This is for people who are willing and ready to put in the work. As a self-development course, you definitely get out of it what you put in. And for this round, the first round only, I'm taking five people who are in a place where they're ready to commit to attending the group lives every week. Obviously, if you need to miss the odd one, that's okay. What I mean is that it's for people who are in a place to really commit to themselves to make a change in their lives. Like, if you're not ready for that, that is totally okay. I'll be running it again in a few months, though this is the only time it will be at such a low price. There will be a Facebook group, of course, to find support from the group, from the group outside of the weekly lives. I have found myself personally in the past that this is a really fantastic way to have a lovely shared experience and connect with people you've tons in common with. And I've met some of my closest spiritual friends in this way. So the Divine Union Embodiment course consists of eight weekly Zoom lessons. The first week will be preparing you for the deep work. So it's okay if you're a bit of a beginner. We learn about lifestyle changes, getting to know your ego and heart healing. So it really just clears out that heart space ready for deeper healing. Each week we'll explore and heal the woundings of each archetype that we spoke about earlier to bring about balance and healthy expression and to teach you how to embody each of them. We'll also explore different types of love in our lives. For example, through embodying courage, romantic love, parental love, equality, sexual love, acceptance, uh, creativity. And there'll be weekly downloadable healing meditations for you to keep up with your new practices during the week. There will be weekly home learning prompts, which is just a fancy way of saying homework. And this will have a level of accountability with it. It's, I suppose it's not the type of course that you'll start and never finish or that, you know, you'll sign up for or you'll never get around to doing it. The point of having a Facebook group is for that 
safe, supportive space, but it's also for accountability. It's so we can make sure that we're all keeping up with each other and getting the most that you can learn from it. So the types of home learning prompts <laughs> that you will be having will be things like, you know, how do the particular wounds of this archetype show up in my life? Or how can I embody the healthy aspects of such and such archetype? Or, and what is one action that I'm going to take to create more balance in this area or more acceptance or more embodiment? We'll, um, it's, go- oh, it's just going to be lovely. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. And to be honest, which is sometimes, you know, Facebook groups, like, uh, like I was saying earlier, I've met so many amazing people this way. Um, you can't put a price on it. The put, a, put a price on like bringing a group of lovely people together. So the investment for the eight weeks is 444 euros. If you like, that can be broken down into two monthly installments of 222 at no extra cost. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for your time. If you listened all the way to the end, (laughs) I hope you found this type of educational episode beneficial. And let me know if you like more free visualizations like this one. I'm more than happy to record them. I'm open for application calls. If you'd like to apply to join Divine Union Embodiment, I would love to have you. All the info that you need about that can be found at the link in my Instagram bio. So that's at leisha.o.connor. If you have any feedback on the show, as always, you can email me at spiritualseedspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again lovely people for being here we will see you next week Slanies.